program is rated MALSV. It contains strong language, sexual situations, and violence. It is intended only for mature audiences. Finally, show with the balls and call it like it is. Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. Countdown to audio torture. The Rated R Safety Show starts in three, two, one. Ah, let the eardrum pain begin. Forget the corporate bullshit. This is the Rated R Safety Show with your host, Dr. Uh, it doesn't matter who the host is. Well, let's see. Is that the truth or what? It does not matter who the host is. Anyways, we <laughs> we are broadcasting live from the Safety FM studios in Orlando, Florida, and coming to you across the multiverse of Safety FM. Today's Tuesday, September the 7th of 2021, day 250th of the year, and only, yeah, only 115 days left to go. Yeah, think about that for a moment. Where has the time gone? Where has all the good times gone? I mean, let's talk about it. That's for sure. Anyways, like I said, we are here and you are there, so that means we're all over the place um, as we're coming in and around and about and doing the things that we do. So that's the cool part about the equation. And then, of course, we are coming across on that other side of the house. Radio. So a lot of stuff going on this morning right away as we are speaking. So let's start talking right away. So how matter of fact, before I start going blabbing all, all over the place about, you know, what was trending over the weekend, how was your three day weekend? Were you able to do um, anything that you considered cool? Were you any were you able to do anything that you considered fun? Um, that's going to be the important part because, you know, that's what we do around here. We talk about the move and the groove and all that kind of fun stuff. It looks like my eyes on the network today are kind of down. So that's going to be um that'll be an interesting thing. So we'll see how the how the box comes into play as we're talking this morning. So let's talk about what was trending because that's going to be important. So if we give you both sides, if we give you the iTunes side and we give you the other side of the equation. So let's go through that. So the top five songs, let's go from iTunes. At number five was Drake with Fair Trade. And at number four was Drake with Way Too Sexy. At number three, the kid, the kid and Justin Bieber, I almost said Justin Timberlake, um, would stay. At number two, Ed Sheeran with Bad Habits. And at number one, according to iTunes, it was Walker Hayes with fancy like so there you go fancy like yeah fancy like there 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 okay so on the other side when we go to spotify here's what they had to say at number five way too sexy by drake at number four drake with fair trade at number three little nas x with industry baby uh at number two drake girls want girls 
And at the number one spot, the kid and Justin Bieber would stay. So there you go. Some mixture of both things, as you can see right there, um, as those are coming around and about and so on. So we'll keep it there. Keep it what it's going and all that kind of fun stuff. So let's get into our friends of the moving and grooving of what they have to say over there at Feature Story News, because that's always important. So let's get that going right now. Here is the news on the Rising Bar Safety Show. Feature Story News in Washington, I'm Nick Harper with the Week in Review. It was the week when America's longest war ended, capping off a chaotic evacuation. The Pentagon says that working with the Taliban in Afghanistan against ISIS-K is possible, but military chiefs remain wary. While in Washington, US President Joe Biden is now facing a political backlash. Some 200 Americans remain stranded in Afghanistan, along with tens of thousands of Afghans who were trying to leave. Nina Maria Potts reports from Washington. While Afghans are grappling with a brutal new reality, so too is America's president. He faces an unrelenting avalanche of bipartisan criticism. In a televised address to the nation after the last U.S. planes left Afghanistan, he defended his choices. I was not going to extend this forever war, and I was not extending a forever exit. The focus of both Republican and Democratic anger is the fact that he's left Americans behind. House Republican leader Kevin McCarthy. Never in my lifetime would I ever believe America would have an administration make a decision to leave Americans behind. It's not the victory any president could have wished for. Dozens of people died in the United States Northeast after the area was hit by the remnants of Hurricane Ida. It dumped historic rainfall on the region after it made landfall earlier in the week in Louisiana, smashing through the state and coursing a destructive path north through the US, as William Denslow reports from New York. The first ever flash flood emergency was declared in New York City late on Wednesday as over half a foot of rain fell overnight. The city's subway system effectively ground to a halt. Many of those that died in New York City were trapped in basement apartments. The state's governor, Kathy Hochul, says she'll demand answers to find out what can be done differently the next time an extreme weather event occurs. President Joe Biden said the flash floods are evidence that the climate crisis is here and poses one of the greatest challenges of our time. The European Commission and AstraZeneca reached a settlement over COVID-19 vaccine supply. It ends what was shaping up to be an ugly court battle over hundreds of millions of missing COVID-19 vaccines. Tony Waterman has more from Brussels. AstraZeneca has committed to deliver the remaining 200 million doses under the EU's contract by the end of the first quarter of 2022. Brussels has called the settlement a binding agreement, but it's unclear what the penalty would be if AstraZeneca fails to meet the target. The EU launched legal action against the vaccine maker in April after multiple delivery dates were missed, resulting in a shortfall of hundreds of millions of doses. AstraZeneca has maintained that its contract with the EU only required it to make its best reasonable efforts to ship the jabs on time. From Bureaus Worldwide, this is FSN. With FSN Spotlight, I'm Simon Marks, looking in more detail today at what exactly happened in the New York and New Jersey area on Wednesday night when what was supposed to be merely the remnants of Hurricane Ida brought devastation to Manhattan and points beyond. In just 90 minutes, more than three inches of rain fell in Central Park, a record. Tornadoes touched down in New Jersey. Large segments of New York's subway system flooded and highways were turned into 
into rivers. Jonathan Porter is chief meteorologist at AccuWeather and says the storm is just the latest example of the impact climate change is having on society. It was very serious impacts from all the rain coming so quickly, likely some of the strongest tornadoes in New Jersey history yesterday spawned. Bear in mind that you know, they still haven't formed a, a government. There's a lot of um, horse trading going on there. I mean, the, the, the tangible signs of them in power is the fact that you know, the Taliban fighters on the streets, you know, they've taken over the airport, of course, and they have stifled the opposition. The, the, the only protests, uh, the persistent ones, are coming from very brave women. So the women who, who I, I suppose, are in the f- they're sort of the first victims of Taliban oppression are the ones who are who have in there very courageously standing up now. Tomorrow, what happens to the Americans, other foreigners and the Afghans who helped them now that the US airlift is over? With FSN Spotlight, I'm Simon Marks. To recap our top stories, the Taliban have been reported to have fired shots at protesters in Kabul. Afghanistan could be at the top of the agenda when Brazil, Russia, India, China and South Africa meet at their virtual summit later this week. The UK's Prime Minister's due to announce to MPs his plans to fix what he calls a broken social care system in England. And the US mission in Uganda has delivered a donation of Moderna COVID-19 vaccines to the East African country. That's the latest feature story news, Chris Jones reporting. This show is almost as enjoyable as hearing the sound of the toilet flush. Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. Hamilton was adopted from a rescue in 2008. He really likes to be around people. I get out my mat and I'm doing a downward dog and he's underneath. What many of us don't realize is that health insurance won't always cover the full amount of an emergency medical flight. Even with comprehensive coverage, you could get hit with high deductibles and co-pays. That's why an Air MedCare Network membership is so important. As a member... If an emergency arises, you won't see a bill for air medical transport when flown by an AMCN provider. Best of all, a membership covers your entire household for as little as $85 a year. AMCN providers are called upon to transport nearly 100,000 patients a year. This is coverage no family should go without. Now, as a Jay Allen Show listener, you'll get up to a $50 e-gift card with a new membership. Simply visit airmedcarenetwork.com slash safety and use the offer code safety. And don't forget to tell them that Jay Allen sent you. Hamilton was adopted from a rescue in 2008. He really likes to be around people. I get out my mat and I'm doing a downward dog and he's underneath. He's quite the pug about town. He gets invited to a lot of parties. He knows he's a pretty big deal. Look at this little face. I mean, you know, I love him. Hamilton the Pug, Instagram star and shelter pet. Amazing adoption stories start in shelters. Visit theshelterpetproject.org to find a pet near you. Brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States and the Ad Council. You make sure his toys don't have any sharp edges. You taught her what to do when the smoke alarm goes off. You do so much to keep your child safe. But are you using the right car seat for your child? Car crashes are a leading killer of children ages 1 to 13. Protect your child's future at every stage of life. For information on the right seat for your child, visit safercar.gov slash the right seat. A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. So you see, son, good manners are important. Should I go through it again? Yes. Yes, please. Yes, please. Exactly. Always say please, thank you, you're welcome, and excuse me. Sit up straight, hold doors open, don't speak with your mouth full, keep your elbows off the table. Share your things, play nice, and generally treat others the way you'd like to be treated. Got it? Got it. And stop picking your nose. Most parenting is hard to do in just two minutes. 
two minutes twice a day making sure they brush their teeth is easier, and it could help save them from a lifetime of tooth pain. Visit 2min2x.org to find out more. A message from the Partnership for Healthy Mouths, Healthy Lives, and the Ag Council. I'm a retired school psychologist, and helping people was my thing. After my stroke, when Meals on Wheels started, I was on the other end of the stick, so to speak. My name is Julius Gaines, creative writer, poet, photographer. One in six seniors faces the threat of hunger, and millions more live in isolation. Drop off a hot meal and say a quick hello. Volunteer for Meals on Wheels by donating your lunch break at americaletsdolunch.org. This message brought to you by Meals on Wheels America and the Ad Council. You are listening to something magical. <laughs> You're listening to the Rated R Safety Show. Uh, magical indeed. Magical indeed, as we are speaking this morning. It is 13 minutes past the top of the hour as you and I are hanging out on this Tuesday. Yeah, you know, this lovely Tuesday. So I'm going to tell you, just in case, so I don't want you to think that I'm ignoring you. Something's going on with the system. I can't see any of the messages. <laughs> um, so if you are hanging out this morning and you are feeling that you are being ignored, you're not. You're not being ignored. That's for sure. Uh, what's going on is I have no eyes in regards of what messages are popping through. So I like to let you know what technology issues are always going on because I think that that's kind of I think that that's kind of the fair part here that we're being you know upfront and honest with each other. So. I'm not ignoring you if you're in the box. I'm not ignoring you. Um, for some reason, some of the systems are not connecting. Because here's the thing. We kind of output on several social media platforms, and they're all not intersecting today. So I just want you to know what's going on. I'm here for you. You know what I'm saying? I'm here for you. But anyways, it's not going to take away from the rest of the stuff that we have going on. Uh, so let's start talking about what is what is happening. And then just in case, uh, we'll, we'll do this too. Hold on. Hold on. That's the time. It is 7.15. It is 7.15 on the 7th. So I don't want you to think that, uh, you know, it's a pre-record, you know, because some people would do that as the Iggy. Uh, be like, oh, yeah, I can't get it to work because I'm not live. Yeah, that would be the that would be the thing. Anyway, so let's start talk about what is going on because that's going to be important. A violent holiday weekend um, in Chicago and saw several children wounded as as the city officers pleaded for the violence to stop. Yeah, this is not a joke, um, as we are talking this morning. Chicago Police Superintendent David O'Brien, or excuse me, David O'Brown, because apparently I can't read, made a plea to the city criminals to stay away from children, adding that harming that it's harming the community, uh, you're harming these families, and we will relentlessly be pursuing you as an offender. Of the 53 reported victims, at least eight were under the age of 18, including a four-year-old boy who was fatally struck by a stray bullet while getting a haircut. A haircut. The kid was killed while getting a haircut. So a lot of stuff going on over there in Chicago um, as we are speaking this morning. You know, it's always interesting when we come out of the weekend and uh, we start talking right away about all the stuff that is going on. When we start talking right away about all the stuff that has happened. So I don't know. I mean, what do you think about when you hear this? What do you think about when we come back over the from the weekend and we hear about all the violence that is going around? Because it seems like when we come back, regardless of what day it is, three day, two day weekend, uh, it seems like we're talking about all the violence um, that is coming about. I mean, this is something to think about. 
for sure. Anyways, let's continue talking. One-year-old uh, twins from Israel who were born joined back-to-back um, at the head um, have been separated. The rare compl- complicated 12-hour surgery took place last week at, um, at a medical center in Israel. Hospital staffs prepared the sensitive procedure for months, according to the hospital spokesperson. While the surgery was deemed successful, the twins will um, be closely monitored as they recover. Mickey Gideon, uh, director of pediatric neurosurgery at the center, said that the complex operation only has been performed about 20 times in the world. This was the first time in Israel. Worth noting, the co-enjoined twins occur um, one in 200,000 live births, according to the University of Minnesota. They are also identical, and most are female. So there you go. Just some stuff, I guess, to talk about just for the sake of doing it. Uh, So let's continue talking. The number of people suffering from dementia is expected to rise to 78 million by 2030, according to a new report from The Who. Uh, That is 40% increase from the estimated number of people worldwide who currently suffer from neurological disorders. By 2050, the number of people with dementia is expected to rise to 139 million, and there is no treatment for the disorder. No treatment whatsoever for that. I mean, here's the thing. I mean, we talk about it, of course, and uh, we go in and around and about and all that kind of um, fun stuff. But when we start talking about mental disorders, it seems like there's still a lot of focus that needs to be done. And I know that for what we do, we can just talk about it. But there's a lot of stuff that seems still that needs to be done for the sake of doing so. It can't just be one of these things that um, the information We know about it and nothing's being done. So that's the expectancy, unless something changes, of course. That's always the thing. I mean, you can expect anything that you want, but uh, there's also a possibility for change as it comes about. Let's continue talking about some other things. British health officials are refusing to approve COVID-19 vaccinations for healthy children aged 12 to 15. The decision was based on the fact that Pfizer vaccine has been linked to heart inflammation in teens, and the BBC reported. Wei Shin Lim, chair of the COVID immunization for the Joint Committee of Vaccination and Immunization, spoke on the ruling, explaining there is the margin of benefit is considered too small to support universal COVID-19 inflammation for ages um, of that particular group. So there you go. It's worth asking if vaccinated individuals can still spread the virus. What is the point for the any uh, any healthy individual to get the vaccine? It would be the question to ask for that age demo. So what do you think about that? What do you think about the risk versus reward? Wow, I didn't realize my bracelets were clicking. Um, what do you think about the 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 aspect there? I mean, it's something to think about. It is going to be an ongoing conversation. By the way, as we are talking about this, there's there's a couple of different things that, that have come up to mind as of recent. You know, if you take a look at um, here in the U.S. at some of the things that are going on with vaccinations and masks and all that kind of stuff, you kind of realize that there are some states that have some hot spots. There's some states out there that, um, you know, that are higher rate for higher rates of covid cases than anywhere else in the U.S. and some to places that even in the world. Now, what I thought was interesting, and and I'll bring this up and, of course, you know, take it for what it's worth. You can quote me on this one. Why is it that the two largest safety organizations have conferences going on this year? 
in the two hottest spots, the two hottest states with COVID cases? I'm just asking. And, you know, some people are not going to like that question. But isn't that a weird one? I mean, and I understand there are some virtual options available and all that kind of fun stuff. But why is it that the two largest organizations that are related to safety are asking their practitioners and their members to go to these hot spots, these hot spot states, and participate? Especially when they are also asking their members to be vaccinated and to push the vaccination inside of their organizations, meaning the organizations that the person that the members work for. I'm just asking, just asking a question. Think about it for a moment. Think about the irony when it comes to all that. So we want you to go to a conference. It's going to cost you, you know, almost a thousand dollars. And when it's all said and done, we're putting you at some of the highest risk places. I mean, I'm not saying, hey, you need to stay locked up all the time, but it's kind of a weird, it's a weird conversation, especially when you start thinking about uh, pure numbers. I mean, what is your thought process? And I know that's a, this is the worst time ever to ask you your thought process because we're not clickety clickety today, but something to think about for sure. What did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. Okay, more than 2.1 million people were screened at the airport security checkpoints across the country over the weekend. The highest checkpoint volume since August 15th, according to the TSA spokesperson. Uh, the last few weeks saw drops of airline passengers as Americans concerned over the Delta variant. But from August the 1st to the 21st, Americans spent 2 $2.9 billion on domestic flights, bookings down from $6 billion in June and $5.26 billion spent in July. This is according to Adobe Analytics. Yes, Adobe Analytics. Because, you know, we have to tell you who gave you the analytics there because, you know, that's always important. We are now video streaming the Rated R Safety Show. I don't know why our host has a face for radio. Rated R Safety Show. Okay, the Justice Department said yesterday that it will not tolerate violence against anyone who is trying to obtain an abortion in Texas. Attorney General Merrick Garland said that the department will protect those seeking to obtain and provide reproductive health services under the federal law known as freedom of access of clinic entrance the face act prohibits physical obstruction or using the threat of force to intimidate or interfere with a person seeking reproductive health services uh, garland garland added that the federal prosecutors are still exploring options to challenge the texas law that bans most abortions you know that's been an interesting one and i know that we probably should um we should, I don't know what we should do here because some people can say that this can become uh, very political when it, um, when it, when we start talking about this in regards on how you look at it and, and we'll, we'll trade, we'll tread lightly when it comes to that one. But it was interesting because somebody has made a sign, made a meme of welcome to Texas and they put the handmaid's tail, um, logo, you know, the late, the mean lady on there as part of the interest. I'm just saying what it's, what it was showing. But it's been some interesting stuff uh, coming on or coming across there. And I think that this will kind of put us in that 
ooey gooey spot if we start talking into a deep dive into that so just saying there right there but you know my body my choice becomes kind of one of those weird things because you say one thing when it comes to the vaccine you say one thing when it comes to abortion it becomes very weird just a general conversation altogether just a lot of stuff to think about for sure we at Safety FM are not responsible for what this idiot behind the microphone is saying. He is trying to be entertaining. We do our safety show. Okay, so let's go through this, through this real quick. A landlord in Maine found a collection of creepy pets left behind by a tenant. Animal rescuers uh, told the Sun Journal that he was called to the apartment last week to remove 19 tarantulas and a python. When he arrived, he said that there was four tarantulas that had died Uh that had died and the ball python had no water uh they went as far as saying that there were surviving creatures in this home tarantulas and pythons are illegal to own in maine and they can um and they will all be relocated no word on whether the tenant will be charged where exactly are they going to be relocated to um, maybe that's part of the question um, to start thinking about. I mean, I'm just throwing that out there. It is 25 minutes past the top of the hour, just in case if you were wondering. I want to make sure that we keep you on check today, you know, on check, um, moving everything that we're doing. Anyways, a Florida judge ordered suspects gunmen to be held without bond yesterday. Brian Riley, 33, a former Marine and self-described survivalist, um, allegedly broke into a stranger's home on Sunday in a meth-fueled um, rampage and murdered four people, including a three-month-old baby. Then he was barricaded himself inside and and fired at officers. After his surrender, um, officers found an 11-year-old girl who has been shot seven times and still alive inside of the home. She is hospitalized in critical condition, um, but is in critical condition. Riley is believed um, to have zero connection with the victims. Zero connection with the victims. And uh, this is the story. And not a good story. Not a good story as we're talking here, just in case. the A man um, in Japan has, <laughs> has been arrested for stealing over 730 bras and panties from various laundromats. The man was charged, a 56-year-old was charged last week after police found a huge stash of female undergarments in his apartment. The extent of the of the collection was exposed when officers released photos of the pieces laid out on a blue tarp. Authority says that they were first alerted of the theft when a 20-year-old woman um, saw saw the potential guy stealing six pairs of their underwear at the laundry room at the last month. A police spokesperson said that the local news outlets said that they're not confiscated such as a large amount of panties in a, in years. A 2019, in 2019, a 40-year-old man was arrested for stealing 1,100 pairs of undergarments, according to the Tokyo Reporter. Apparently, this is a very, um, a very slow news day. We're talking about stolen undergarments. I mean, this is getting pretty, uh, pretty crazy out there today. Um, so I guess before we get too far into it, because we are coming out of the long weekend, let's get Johnny Smalls inside of here real quick. Let him tell you about what happened in the market on Friday. Here's your Market Beat Minute for Tuesday, September 7th, 2021. Equity markets ended the last week on a high note despite weaker than expected jobs data. The non-farm payroll report showed less than half expected numbers of new jobs were created despite record-setting levels of job openings. With the number of job openings only expected to rise as we enter the holiday shopping season, it looks like the major retailers are going to be scrambling for employees. 
This will be a light week of trading with the Labor Day holiday cutting the week short. Other than that, there is little for the market to get excited about, except for the Fed's beige book and the PPI data on Friday. Both the PPI data and the beige book are expected to show continued impacts of inflation and help drive the Fed closer to tapering and the eventual onset of tightening. You can get the inside track from Wall Street's brightest minds delivered directly to your inbox every day at MarketBeatMinute.com. Okay, thank you, Johnny Smalls, for that one, letting us know what is going on with the moving and the grooving and all that kind of fun stuff, because that's always important. Anyways, the Navy has shifted its focus over the weekend from search and rescue to recovery operation of the five sailors who are still missing after a helicopter crash last week. The MH-60S chopper was um, conducting a flight operation aboard the USS Abraham Lincoln when it um, plummeted into the water at... About 60 nautical miles off the coast of San Diego, one crew member was rescued and in stable condition while the others were reported missing. Uh, So those that are missing were identified as Lieutenant Bradley Foster, 29 pilot. Uh, Lieutenant Paul Friendly, uh, 28, was also a pilot. Naval Airman Crewman, second class James Burek. Hospital Corpsman, second class Sarah Burns and hospital corpsman third class, Bailey Tucker. An investigation into the incident is still going underway, just in case if you're wondering what is going on there. But, you know, I I listen to stuff like this, and we kind of go around and about and all that that stuff, and I just don't know. You know, I, I, I look at it and I go, you know, us as civilians, we only know a certain amount of information of what we can do. But it's interesting because all these accidents, when we start talking about them, it's always one of these weird things because what's going to come about? Like all, the, the majority of the information is going to come from the sole survivor. I mean, think about it. I mean, if you think about the whole thing, that's what's going to happen. What do you think? When, I mean, what do you think about it? Because where else are we going to get the info from? There's no other source of information to be able to provide any information. And some people are going to be like, well, duh. I, well, I get the duh, but think about it. There's a lot of stuff. There's just a lot of stuff to think about right off the, right off the bat, just right off the very top there. And I always hate when I look at um, reporting that turns around and says human error. Human error doesn't describe what I can work on. Uh, human error doesn't describe, um, you know, what can be what can be next. Anyways, I, I'm sure I can go off on a tirade on this whole thing. Think about it for a second. Think think about how easy it would be to sit here and go, oh yes, we can complain and loop and move and groove and all that kind of fun stuff. Anyways, let's get you moving. It is 31 minutes past the top of the hour. Let's get you into our main story. Because I just think it's 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 about time. It's about time to do so. So um, let's do that right now. Here is our main story on the Rated R Safety Show. So here's the fun part. Here's the Iggy. Here's the um. Here's the stuff. We constantly talk about what to do after. After a three-day weekend, we constantly talk about what to do. We constantly talk about how things have changed. You know, when you get into the long weekend, you, you come back. And for some reason, that day after the long weekend, regardless of when the when the holiday occurred or even if you've taken an extended break, um, we kind of take a look 
around and say, this week we're going to do something different. Uh, this week is, is, is the week. This is the week where we're going to go out and about and, and take care of everything. Um, and, I, and I look at that and I kind of chuckle because we go through these emotional ups and downs. We go through these emotional um, things where we sit around and go, yes, we're going to change everything and, and things that happen. So why don't we start doing that today? Why don't we start with the, with the whole thing of uh, what should we do next? So let's think about it for a moment. When you're given two options, always pick to be positive. How about if you started going with that? Learn to lead every argument by the saying the word yes. And I'm and I'm going to tell you we're we're ta- we're um we're taking a lot of liberties here on one of my favorite books as we're talking about this. So think about this real quick because we've spoken about this in the past. But imagine today. That when you start off any conversation, within reason, of course, when somebody comes up to you to say yes, yes may not be the correct answer, of course. I mean, I want you to to think about that real quick. But if you start off anything that's going on inside of the workplace today or anything that you're having any confrontation with, you say yes Think about it. Both choices may have led you uh, to the same conclusion. You could have said no, but you could say yes. But think about how the how the conversation goes. You just go yes. But think about it. Even if it makes the decision the wrong one, I mean, you can have the conversation. But the next time that you're going to make a decision um, that's going to change everything, why don't you do that? Think about work in that fashion. Think about the positive answer. Think about what is going to happen. Now, if they ask you, do you want to stop working here? Don't say yes. I mean, unless it's really true. Because think about it. Work is accumulation of many decisions that you have made. I mean, think about it. That's how you got there. It's one way, shape, or form. You had to make tons of decisions in your lifetime to be able to get to where you're at. But work never allows you to get to the end of the accumulation of the questions or the decisions. I mean, you're constantly changing stuff. You never get to a grand total of of work. You only get this moment. So why not choose a positive solution? I mean, think about it. Even though you may not end up at a yes, you always have started the process by moving the conversation forward. By actually saying something of trying to be positive at the very beginning. And think about it. If you take that as a solution going forward, how different will things be for you? Think about it. I mean, just think about it. Think about the fun that you could have today. Think about Even if you start this tomorrow, think about the amount of fun you can have then. It is easier to stop a yes at some point midway through the encounter than it is to start a yes after all the momentum is lost. Think about it. Yes. Okay, maybe no. But yes, no. I mean, think about the happiness that conversations can have if you're going with the yes, even if it ends up becoming a no. And some people are going to look at it, oh, no, I didn't drink too much. Uh, I didn't drink any of the Kool-Aid over the weekend or anything like that. Or no, I'm not coming off of a bender or anything like that. If you know me, that's not what I do. But I was giving just a lot of thought to the whole thing. What if we started off with a positive instead of starting off with a negative? How different would life be then? 
Just something to think about. But what do I know? Just a guy behind a microphone. Oops. What did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to the home of real safety talk. You are listening to Safety FM. We'll be right back. Keyboard Cat, Hamilton the Pug, and Toast Meets World. These are some of the Internet's most beloved pets. And they all have one thing in common. Their stories started in a shelter. Start your story. Adopt a dog or cat today. Visit theshelterpetproject.org to find a pet near you. Training that pet to play the keyboard, that's optional. Start a story. Adopt a shelter or rescue pet today. Brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States, and the Ad Council. Okay, what are you wearing right now? Nothing. That's right. So mommy's going to teach you how to dress yourself. Underwear always comes first. Name tag at the back, then pants, then shirt. Get the first button in the right hole or you have to start all over. Socks going first, then shoes right on right, left on left. With shoelaces, just take the ends, cross them over, switch the loops. The rabbit goes down the hole, pull tight, and left with bunny ears. Got it? Why are your pants on your head? Most parenting is hard to do in just two minutes. Two minutes twice a day, making sure they brush their teeth is easier, and it could help save them from a lifetime of tooth pain. Visit 2min2x.org to find out more. A message from the Partnership for Healthy Mouths, Healthy Lives, and the Ag Council. How's it going? I'm having a stroke. Are you going to shake my hand? I'm having a stroke. Wow, you're not even moving your arm. I'm having a stroke. When someone is having a stroke, they may not be able to say it with words, but their body language will tell you loud and clear. Look for FAST. F. Face drooping. A. Arm weakness. S. Speech difficulty. T. Time to call 911 immediately. Know the sudden signs. Spot a stroke fast. Visit strokeassociation.org. Brought to you by the American Stroke Association and the Ad Council. The storks are bringing me a baby brother. We can do this together. All right, let's go. Storks know how to keep kids safe. Do you? What? Oh, my gosh, you don't know. <gasps> I know. You don't. <laughs> oh, man, you laugh when you're uncomfortable. No. Making sure your child is in the right car seat is one of the steps to safer travel. I will rock this. You will rock this. To know for sure that your child is in the right car seat for their age and size, visit safercar.gov slash the right seat. Cool, cool, cool. Very cool, very cool. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Hey, come in real close. I got something to share with you. Not everybody has a beautiful head. You know what I'm saying? Not everybody can pull off the shaved head look. Hey, I'm not digging on people. I'm just bringing it up. Some people out there are losing their hair. Now, I want to tell you about my friends at Keeps. Two out of three men will experience some form of hair loss by the time that they are 35. More than 50 million men in the U.S. suffer from male pattern baldness. There are only two FDA-approved medications that can prevent hair loss. Keeps offers them both. Keeps offers a simple, stress-free way to keep your hair. Convenient virtual doctor consultation and medication delivered straight to your door every three months. You don't even have to leave your home. Think about that. There's other things that you have to leave your home to be able to pick up, not with Keeps. They have low-cost treatments that start just as low as $10 per month, and Keeps offers generic versions. It's discreet packaging and proven results. Now think about this for a moment. Prevention is key. Treatment can take four to five months to see results. So act fast. If you're ready to take action and prevent hair loss, go to keeps.com slash safety to receive your first month of treatment for free. That's keeps.com slash safety to get your first month for free. keeps.com slash safety. Now just remember, not everybody has such a beautiful head like mine. My 
Okay, there you go. 40 minutes past the top of the hour. We are hanging. <laughs> my home is you. This is Mind Me. Songs readily available on Spotify and iTunes. Okay, so there you go. There you go. Let's get back into some stuff real quick because I always think that that stuff's important. And thank you to Mind Me for allowing us to play that here. Um, so there you go. So um, if you hang out a lot with us on Radio Big, you'll kind of start noticing some changes going on over there. A uh, lot of stuff going on in regards to the, you know, the different shows that we do. So starting this upcoming Saturday, yes, this Saturday, we're going to start doing a countdown show over there. Um, so we'll have an alternative countdown show uh, that we'll start playing top 10 songs in the alternative zone. You come hang out. We'll talk about all that stuff. And then also our afternoon drive people have decided that they are going to start doing a special Saturday show. So um, we'll have them. We'll, we'll figure out where that's going to come into the throughout the day because, you know, John and Heidi are great. Um, so we'll, we'll, you know, John, who comes in all the time, gives us what's going on inside of the market minute. Um, but we'll start having that on radiobig.fm starting this Saturday. So if you want to come hang out, take a listen to what John and Heidi have going on. Um, we'll figure, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll do all the fun stuff with them on there. So you can come in, keep it locked at radiobig.fm. But now that I'm talking about John, you know, we haven't done motivation minute because we haven't been here for a hot minute. So let's have, let's have John talk about the motivation minute real quick. So let's do that right now. The motivation minute is courtesy of bettercreditcards.com. Today's quote has been submitted by Dale. John Taffer from Bar Rescue said, I don't embrace excuses. I embrace solutions. I love this. I've heard him say it many times on his show, Bar Rescue. I love the show, too. And I'm honored to say we had the opportunity to visit with John Taffer. He was so calm and nice on the phone. I'm used to seeing him on the show dealing with people who are not doing what they need to do. In your life, be sure to embrace solutions. If you're spending more time working on a solution instead of an excuse, eventually you won't have any need for an excuse whatsoever. That's some great advice from John Taffer. This has been today's Motivation Minute, courtesy of BetterCreditCards.com. I'm John Small. Thanks for listening. Your favorite motivational quotes can be submitted for upcoming programs at motivationminute.org. Okay, thank you, Johnny Smalls, for that one as we are coming in and out and talking. You know, it's kind of interesting because he, John is not the first guy that I have actually um, heard talk about Taffer saying how great he is off, off the camera. I mean, not that he's a bad guy on camera, just depending on what side of the equation you're on there. Uh, that's for sure. Anyway, so let's get into some other things. How about them apples? Last week, Apple announced that the first states um, that will allow people to keep digital versions of their driver's license on their iPhone. The tech giant um, says that Arizona and Georgia will be the first to adapt the feature in Connecticut, Iowa, Kentucky, Maryland, Oklahoma, and Utah will follow. Though we haven't seen um, timelines yet, those states will roll out a feature that um, the users can add their driver's license and state IDs to their Apple wallet 
for their iPhone and Apple Watch to use in security participating airports. The company says that it's a crucial step in Apple's plan to replace physical wallets, and it will allow um, more convenience for travelers looking for touchless airport experiences. Uh, the new ID um, functionality will be available with iPhone software update due to be released this fall. Um, I guess good. I've always said that it would that it would be nice if I had a digital version of my driver's license photo because you know that that's important. Um, and I've always knew that Apple was trying to empty my wallet, but this is the first time I've heard of them replacing it. So I mean that's something else to think about. And just just crazy thought here though. But how about letting us um, use digital versions of our driver's license when we're driving? Think about that. A digital version of our driver's license when we're driving, not for airport use only. More sarcasm than a Mortal Kombat beatdown. Rated R Safety Show. Hey, just throwing that out there as an idea of something to think about for sure. Um, so let's continue talking a little bit more because uh, that's what we do on this show. If you're giving, if you're, um, if you're anything like me, and we all know, you know, we'll leave the obvious out of out of these jokes as a result of out of this. Um, but you've never quite, I'm sure, exactly of that grimace is supposed to be. You know, you know, grimace. You know, Ronald McDonald's purple friend. Well, wonder no more because the manager at McDonald's franchise Windsor, Ontario, has uh, um, revealed his origin story. Brian Bates told CBC in an interview that Grimace, um, get ready for this, is enormous taste bite. Yeah, an enormous taste bud, but a taste bud nonetheless. According to him, uh, a McDonald's land character was created to show um, the food tastes good. Uh, McDonald's has been. Been tight lift of Grimace over over the years, but in 2014, tweet, tweets responding to the question about Grimace, the fast food chain said that he is a um, he's an abundant of a milkshake or of a taste bud. Uh, Grimace, who is actually the villain and earlier, doesn't really look like a milkshake, but um, it compares to the <laughs> to the microscope images of a taste bud. So there you go. That's the answer. He's a taste bud. So if you ever wondered when you're at McDonald's, if you go to McDonald's. That's the answer to the question. I don't know if that's a good answer to the question, but it's the, but it's an, an an answer indeed, indeed. If if he's a giant taste bite and to show the good the good of the food, why the heck is his name Grimace? I mean, isn't that something to think about? I mean, just something to throw out there. And I just thought that he was some kind of creepy purple gumdrop. I mean, think about it. I'd actually like to go to go back now and knowing that in um. More than one occasion as a child was hugged by a giant purple taste bud. Think about the awkwardness of that when it's all said and done. Rated R Safety Show. Sarcastic? Never. Okay, so here you go. An 11-year-old pit bull who has been... uh, has been stuck in an animal shelter for two years is being featured on a billboard in hopes of finding her her a fur ever home yeah a fur yes i did say fur if you are ever home scott poor recently took a 30 uh, a 30 foot billboard on i-35 in mission kansas uh featuring sally sue smiling uh face and a plea to potentially uh, pet parents to make room in their heart for this loving senior fur baby um, poor who is working to find a permanent uh, per- permanent funding needed to feature the the hopeful doggy candidate from always and forever Midwest Animal Sanctuary. Once um, once Sally Sue is adopted, I'm not crying. You are so I'm just I'm just leaving it at that. 
a 93 year old who is obsessed with 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 hokey pokey was a was treated to a special flash mob version of the of zog's actions by her neighbors uh miss b which is what they call her um has <laughs> has affectionately known around um Parridge village kansas uh, apparently we're we're big in kansas today in regards to news stories um is admitted a diehard fan of the tune and has even handed out cds copies to kids um so- songs of, to the, of the kids song to her friends um once those friends had been had no oh my god once those friends had the idea to invite members of the community to one million a one million surprise party of the hokey pokey flash mod the neighbors wearing birthday hats assembled by mrs b in the front lawn i don't know what's going on with news stories today i mean as you can tell it is definitely a, a it was a it was a slow weekend i mean i guess this is a feel-good story but geez man this is a safety show I mean, I'm glad she's out there doing the hokey pokey, but man, what the freak is going on in regards to what we're talking about today? Uh, just some stuff, um, just some stuff to think about for sure. As we, as you and I are hanging out, safety in a way never heard of before. The Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. Okay, so let's jump into some other things. It is 50 minutes past the top of the hour, and let's start talking. Fuquan Johnson has died. The stand-up comedian, one's one of the three who died in a suspected drug overdose over the weekend. A fourth person was um, taken to the hospital in a critical condition. Johnson was 43. Did you hear about that? That's that's coming Um. That's coming. That's coming in quick. Then this actually, um, I was reading this this morning. Michael K. Williams has died. The actor known for his role in The Wire passed away of a, a suspected heroin overdose in Brooklyn penthouse yesterday, according to um, a law enforcement sources. Williams was discovered unconscious in his dining room with a, an apparent apparent to be um, on heroin on the table. He was 54 at the time of the passing, so there you go. Um, let's talk about some things. Do we want to talk about the swamp today? I, I think not. I think not because I don't ever feel like I want to talk about the swamp ever. Uh, so let's talk about the lottery real quick. No winner for Friday night's Mega Million drawings. Tonight drawing will be for $345 million um, or a $248.7 million cash payout. So there you go. Let's talk about the movies that were in the box office. Uh, at number five, Jungle Cruise made $3.9 million. At number four, Paw Patrol, uh, the movie made $4 million. At number three, Free Guy at $8.7 million. And at number two, Candyman at $10.5 million. It was number one last week, but this week was at number two. Now, here's the interesting part. Industries had said that this next movie would make about 40-some-odd million, maybe peaking at $50 million over the weekend. We'll take a listen to this. Shang-Chi and the Legends of the Ten Rings made 7.4, excuse me, $71.4 million over the weekend passing what the industry thought it was but this is actually a, coming out of the marvel mcu coming out of the marvel you know coming out of the, the new bleak of marvel movies um that were coming out so there you go there you go so i don't know i don't know it's interesting just to see in regards of you know people now finally um people finally returning to to the to, to the to the movie theater 
because that one was not released on you know streaming services as it was released. Um, we did talk about this last week, so we'll talk about it right now. Uh, Joe Rogan no longer has COVID-19. The podcaster host revealed over the weekend that he has tested negative for the virus three days after telling his followers that he had tested positive. Um, as for his treatment, Rogan said that along with quarantining himself, that he took you know a whole plethora of medicine. Uh, and Rogan said that the worst days, uh, he felt run down and had a headache. So there you go. So he had tested positive for COVID um, after after it was all set and done. So there you go. We'll talk about some other stuff. If you come on to the other side here, uh, radiobig.fm, we'll, we'll be going over there at the top of the hour if you want to be taking a listen to what we have going on over there. Anyways, let's talk about some things going on today or happened back on this day. Back in 2008, the U.S. Treasury takes over federal mortgage houses, uh, Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac. The takeover was one of many bailouts of both private and government organization that accelerated national debt. That was back in, on this day in 2008. Let's talk about some birthdays that are going on today. Kevin Love turns 33. Evan Rachel Wood turns 34. Devon Sawa turns thir- um, 43. Oliver Hudson, 45. Leslie Jones, 54. Toby Jones, 55. And Gloria Gaynor, pop singer. Yeah, she turned 78. Also today would have been Buddy Holly's birthday and also rapper Easy e yeah, Easy E, if you remember those days from the good old NWA fame. If you're looking for reasons to celebrate today, let's talk about that. It's National Beer Lovers Day, National Neither Snow Nor Rain Day, National Grandma Moses Day, National Acorn Squash Day, National Salami Day, National Grateful Patient Day, National New Hampshire, um, New Hampshire Day. And national, well, how does New Hampshire have a national day? Like, how do you say, hey, today's the national day of New Hampshire? And then national, another look unlimited day. So there you go. A whole plethora of stuff going on today if you're so looking to do so. So think about that in, in that particular fashion. Um, some really interesting things, I guess, to celebrate. Yeah. Just saying. Okay, so let's continue, 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 and some other things real quick. Let me give you some whack facts. Newborn babies don't shed tears. Now everyone can focus on or and defocus their eyes at will. Think about that. Not everyone can focus and defocus their eyes at will. About 1 in 1,500 people can give themselves goosebumps at will. Your thumb is approximately the same size of your as your nose. Nails grow faster in warm weather than they do in cold weather. And the Romans used to clean up, used to clean and whiten their teeth with urine. Apparently it works. Uh, This is according to BuzzFeed. You take their word for it. More sarcasm than a Mortal Kombat beatdown. Rated R Safety Show. Okay, just real quick. Man, I love three-day weekends. They were all... (laughs) They allow me to spend quality time with my wife and kids, plus spend some t- much-needed time tending to my Farmville crops um, f- um, the other two days. So just some stuff to think about. A study claims that anxiety, <laughs> that uh, an antioxidant, resveratrol, found in red wine and chocolate doesn't actually help you live longer. The study was, of course, performed by the National Buzzkill Institute, just in case. Uh, Beyonce turned 40 on Saturday. She celebrated, of course, by continuing, by continuing to be better than you and I in every way imaginable. 
Tropical Storm Ida dumped nearly 10 inches of rain in some, in some parts of New Jersey last week. Being in the hot tub, of course, uh, the former cast of New Jer- of Jersey Shore had no clue. So just in case. Um, and then a man cut off his penis and threw it out the window during a police chase last week. He hasn't been charged. He hasn't been charged uh, with a Mr. Wiener. Boom. Safety never sounded so terrible. Rated R Safety Show. Hey, I don't make this stuff up. I just talk about it. Anyway, so it is 57 minutes past the top of the hour. So we are bringing you to an end. You can come over, hang out at RadioBig.fm if you are inclined to do so. Sorry about the issues with the box today. But we'll hopefully be able to take care of those for you tomorrow. But you're still here. I'm still there. That's all that matters. Let me kind of give you a random joke for today if you need that. Um, I'm not much of, uh, of seizing the day. Usually I just kind of poke a, a stick at it. So there you go. If you need a phone starter for today, try this. What was your most horrifying back-to-school week experience? Waiting, 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 waiting. Okay, that was the experience. Okay, that, that sounds like an interesting one. If you need something for the water cooler, try this. Question. One in four motorists have this in common during the morning commute. What is it? That's one in four motorists. It's taking their kids to school or taking a kid to school, however you want to take a look at it. So there you go. Anyways, thank you for coming out and hanging out with me after this long weekend because that's always important. We'll be back tomorrow, hopefully everything going on, unless you want to come over to RadioBig.fm. We'll get to do some stuff real quick, too. Also, if you have not heard the version of the Jay Allen Show today, um, you're more than welcome on listening to that. That did drop via podcast this morning at 3 a.m. Eastern time. Um, had Sat down with a good old Sheldon Primus. I'm having a good old conversation about what is going on and how to become a safety consultant. He has something coming up this weekend in that particular regard. Anyways, if I can leave you with a thought for today, I would love to leave you with this one. Education is what remains after one has forgotten what one has learned in school. Think about that for a moment. Anyways, you've been listening to the Rated R Safety Show. I know who you are. You know who I am. Love you, mean it, and goodbye. 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 The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the host and its guest and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of the company. Examples of analysis discussed within this podcast are only examples. They should not be utilized in the real world as the only solution available as they are based only on very limited and dated open source information. Assumptions made within this analysis are not reflective of the position of the company. No part of this podcast may be reproduced, stored in a retrieval system, or transmitted in any any form or by any means, mechanical, electronic, recording, or otherwise without prior written permission of the creator of the podcast, Jay Allen.